a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Monday, February 20th. St. Charles residents hope to hear more this week from the federal government about their town's contaminated water. A public meeting is scheduled for this Thursday with the Environmental Protection Agency giving their report on contaminated well water in St. Charles. The agency's already announced Ameren is the polluter dating back decades to an old substation. Mayor Dan Borgmeyer complains about the agency's response compared to what happened this month in Palestine, Ohio. I don't understand how there can be a train wreck in Ohio and... Within a week or a week and a half, the EPA says, well, we've tested the water safe to drink, and we've been doing it for a year and a half. The EPA administrator personally showed up in Ohio to assure residents the agency was handling the situation. Thursday's meeting is at 6 p.m. in the Borromeo Parish Gym. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Count Missouri's newly seated U.S. Senator among those who are not satisfied with the Biden administration's response to the derailment of that toxic train in Ohio. Republican Eric Schmidt spoke on Fox News yesterday. A lot of these folks who claim to be environmentalists don't care much about the environment. They care about climate alarmism to scare people so they can gather more and more power and control. That's what this is about. But again, the Biden administration and Pete Buttigieg specifically has absolutely failed on this Ohio uh, environmental disaster. Parents in the Hazelwood School District are hoping Congress will pass new legislation forcing a deep cleanup of Manhattan Project radiation from all school properties in the district. The legislation introduced by Senator Hawley and Congresswoman Bush would require all buildings in the district, not just the Jana Elementary School building, be cleaned up to background levels of radiation. Ashley Bernal, president of the Jana Parents Teachers Association. This is not something outside of what the Army Corps has already done in other places or the EPA has done in other places. And we know that there are truck lots right now that have been cleaned up to background level where cars are parked. Bernal says some parents are discouraged in the Hazelwood District about how long the Coldwater Creek cleanup is taking. They're uncertain about whether the new legislation will even get passed. She says she's seeing more for sale signs in the yards of homes in the district. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. No rain on the Soulard Mardi Gras parade, but the unseasonably warm weather brought thousands and thousands of people out. As with most large events that involve drinking, the daytime hours are fine, but when the sun sets, that's when the problems start. St. Louis police responded to numerous disturbance, fights, and at least two separate officer in need of aid calls at 8th and 9th and Geyer. There was also a report of a fire in that same area. Captain Pierre Benoist last week said they were receiving reinforcements to deal with the large crowds. We also will be assisted by both St. Louis County Police Department and the Missouri Highway Patrol. Reportedly, a pedestrian was struck at Russell and 10th. It's not known if anyone was injured. So far, police have not released the final numbers on incidents and arrests. Maria Aquino, KMOX News. Kansas City, uh, under Mayor Quentin Lucas, is actually suing its state. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones appearing on MSNBC Sunday night talking about proposals for the state to retake control of the St. Louis Police Department. This is also happening in Jackson, Mississippi under Mayor Shokwe Lumumba. You know, there is a, I think that this is a concerted attack to try to take away leadership from black leaders around this country. Jones calls it a slap in the face to Missouri voters who, she adds, 11 years ago voted for the city to take back control of the St. Louis Police Department. A law enforcement agency leader in St. Louis County says quality is valued over quantity when it comes to hiring police. In a new YouTube video, University City Police Chief Larry Hampton says he's proud of the way his department doesn't rush through the process. When I say it's a very detailed process, this is not something that you'll get through within a week 
weeks time. This is, it'll take several weeks to months to get through our, our University City Police Department's uh, background investigation. Hampton says it takes time to find people with honor, integrity, discipline, and courage. Visiting your home, speaking to your significant others, your parents, your siblings, uh, your job references. These are not just phone calls. We're, we're kind of hands-on and showing up in person. Brad Choate, KMOX News. A 15-year-old Lake St. Louis girl is shot and killed in what police say was not a random incident. Lieutenant Tom Wilkerson tells KMOX it happened before 9 o'clock Saturday night. St. Charles Police received a call for a shooting from St. Joseph's Hospital. When officers arrived, they discovered that a 15-year-old female had been a passenger in a vehicle that was driven by a 17-year-old friend from Lake St. Louis, uh, and they were in the area of Oak Avenue and Perry Street. Wilkinson says after the teen girl was shot, a 17-year-old male friend drove her to the hospital and reported the incident. He tells police they'd been sent to Perry Avenue and Oak Street by two males to meet them. The two men announced a robbery, and one of them shot into the vehicle, hitting the 15-year-old. Police asking anyone with information to call the St. Charles Police Department. A proposal in the Missouri House would make it a crime to tamper with car door handles. Political consultants Hancock and Kelly give it two thumbs up. Democrat Michael Kelly says it's a real problem throughout St. Louis. People going through parking lots or up and down city streets, jiggling door handles, hoping to find one unlocked. That's their gateway to another crime, a stolen car. Kelly says making the first part an offense could stack charges on someone who gets busted. I don't know that it's necessarily a piece of legislation or a law that can be enforced that well, but it should allow for greater penalties. That is, Kelly says, if those caught are actually prosecuted. Republican John Hancock says the city's definitely not prosecuting people for low-level crimes like smashing windows, and that has consequences. One of the consequences of that is that that illegal behavior escalates, and you get this culture of lawlessness that we're dealing with, you know, this is a small little step, but I think it's an important one. The bill on tampering with door handles got a hearing in the Missouri House last week. It would make the crime auto burglary. Tom Robbins of the St. Louis Police Officers Association testified. Is that sometimes if you have non-cooperative prosecutors, then you have to shake up the charges, you know, to get some action. And burglary seems scarier than tampering, right? A House committee needs to vote on the measure before it can move forward. Scott Jagow, KMOX News. A 16-year-old female pedestrian critically injured after two cars collided downtown at 11th and St. Charles Saturday night. It happened around 8.30. St. Louis police say one car ran through a yield sign and struck a second car that had the right-of-way. That car then slammed into the pedestrian and parked vehicle, eventually rolling over. The driver of the car that violated the yield was arrested. All occupants of cars had minor injuries. The teenage girl received critical leg injuries. St. Louis police investigating an assault in the laundry of an apartment building in the 3900 block of Olive near Vandeventer. Police say the victim was attacked in the laundry room around 3.30 Sunday afternoon by a suspect, possibly homeless, who had been kicked out of the apartment building several times. The victim cut in the hand by an unknown weapon while fighting off the attacker who got away with the person's cell phone. New data points to new customers galore for Missouri marijuana dispensaries now that they can sell to any adult over the age of 21. But Viola dispensary owner Dan Pettigrew hopes their store's location, Downtown West, becomes a draw in and of itself. KMOX's Michael Calhoun asked him on Nothing Impossible, our innovation show. We're just a few days away, too, from the first game at that new soccer stadium, and there's been 
a lot of excitement about people hoping that there's a spillover effect, uh, that the rising tide lifts all of downtown uh, and that other businesses follow suit. We've already seen some buildings, that huge Butler Brothers building that's been empty, seems like forever. Huge building that's finally being renovated into residential. Uh, seems like there's a lot going on in this area. Yeah, and me personally, I'm just a fan of all of that, that downtown living, that loft living. We have a facility in Detroit that's just outside of downtown Detroit. We saw the revitalization of downtown there, and we actually saw the effects that those stadiums can have on the surrounding businesses. So the soccer stadium, they did an incredible job. Basketball fans, Pettigrew's business partners are Al Harrington and Larry Hughes. He says the dispensary will host a visit from Allen Iverson on March 4th and 5th. The USDA's annual vegetable report is out, and Illinois remains king of pumpkin growing. Crop statistician Mark Sloisner says Illinois farmers had a decent year last year. 17,600 acres were harvested, and the total value of production was more than $22 million. About 60% of that value came from pumpkins for processing. Sloisner says 6,500 acres of sweet corn were planted last year for a total of more than $17 million. Illinois farmers planted 11,200 acres of snap beans last year, down 22% from the previous year. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.